When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Short show alert. Short show alert. I'm Don McDonald, and this will be a short version of talking real money, given that Husky basketball follows at the bottom of the hour. So short show, like 20 minutes. You take commercials out. I think it's 18. Somewhere around there. So I'm going to try to cram a lot into 18 minutes. I've got all kinds of stuff I want to talk about about investing. But remember, I defer, we defer to you if you call and you have a question because what you want to know is more important than what we want to share. At least we think that. So give me a call if you have a question about money or investing, investing particularly, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And if the spirit moves you later, you can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because if you're not already aware, we have a new daily podcast. So Talking Real Money is now available. Gosh, you could listen six days a week, live on Saturdays on Como. And then on podcasts, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, on your favorite podcast service, be it Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or iHeart or any of those things. But do me a favor, please. This would be such a wonderful favor. Do you like the show? I would assume you do since you listen. But if you do, please go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes, depending on the kind of device you have. You don't have to have an Apple device. You can have a, a Windows computer and still get iTunes. Go there and subscribe to the podcast. It helps bring our rankings up. And if you subs- if you uh, leave a review, that just helps us. We understand what you're what you like and don't like. 855-935-talk is our number 855-935-8255. That's free and easy. Today's topic is investing. How do you do it? I believe I can teach you all of the possibilities when it comes to investing that you need to know in 18 minutes or less, probably 15 minutes, maybe even 10. Because their investing is too simple to be as complicated as people make it. It doesn't need to be this hard. Now, there are various ways to get started as an investor. You and you get to decide the best way for you. There's doing it yourself where you build a properly diversified portfolio. And let me tell you what that is. It's just not that complicated. One, it has no individual stocks or bonds in it whatsoever. What? You say, what? Don't buy individual stocks? No. Why? You just take on stupid risk when you buy individual stocks. It's not the stocks that are necessarily becoming more or less valuable it is the economy that is becoming overall more valuable and it always has for as long as we have been on the planet the human economy has grown more valuable over 
millennia. Steadily, actually, geometrically. So it's hard to go too far wrong when you buy a global portfolio because the only way it can go to zero, there's only one way it can go to zero, we fall into something worse than the dark ages. And I do mean global misery, like an asteroid striking somewhere and, and starting a winter that kills off all the plants and 99.999% of us starve to death. Well, I did, if you, you're not going to care about your portfolio. You're just not. So it, it's really, it's almost impossible to lose all your money. Buy an individual stock or two or three or five, five if you're really unlucky, you could lose on everyone. I once put together a portfolio back in the 90s, and I picked the best stocks in five different industries. I said, if you bought this best stock, this best stock, this best stock, this best stock, it was an airline, it was a car company, it was a uh, telecommunications company, it was an energy company. You know, I said, you bought these five stocks that were highly touted by stockbrokers. You bought them all, and you ended up with nothing. I believe they were Enron, Delta, GM, uh, MCI WorldCom, I don't remember what the other one was. They all went broke. So you can go broke. So if you're going to do it yourself, one, you have to massively diversify. Two, you have to diversify based on two things, and they both have the word risk in them. There is your risk tolerance, how much risk you can stand, because if you invest in a portfolio that's too bouncy, too volatile, for your tolerance for volatility, you're likely to behave badly and do something stupid. So you need to understand both your risk tolerance, but there's one other thing. What's your real need to take risk? Don't take more risk than you need just because you're greedy. That doesn't make any sense. I'll have a lot more coming up. The number is 855-935-8255. This is some of the most important conversation on the radio, and we have to cram it into a couple of minutes. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you need a little help with your investments? Set up a free, no-obligation appointment with one of our advisors at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. I'm Don. Tom's not here. He's listening, though. And, oh, we just got an update from him. Uh, he said, we're winning two to nothing. Well, I'm not sure how you figure the score on a radio show, but we're winning. Yes. Oh, I'm so proud. I'm I'm just, I'm, we got to keep the score. We got to keep running out the score, though. Oh, oh, no, he's responding. It's, oh, it's, a, it's his daughter's soccer game. Oh, never mind. Okay. Maybe we're not winning. Hi, I'm Don, but we're always trying to help you win. That's the whole idea. Help you end up with more money in your pocket and those other people with a little less. It's not that we mind you paying for help. You got to pay. You pay for a mutual fund that you get on your own through like Vanguard or Fidelity. But you, you pay for services rendered and you pay what's reasonable for those services. And while there are a lot of you who are perfectly capable of properly investing, there are way too many of you who aren't. You still get caught up in this. I can pick stocks because I am just too darn smart. You know, my dad picked stocks. My mom picked stocks. They were great stock pickers. Of course, it runs in my family. I know better than anybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a doctor, so you really know everything, right? Please, you're good at fixing people. You're not a good stock picker. You're you're fooling yourself. Okay, doc, or dentist, or accountant, or whomever you might be. 
Stick to your knitting, as my grandmother would have said. Could she knit? Yes, I think she did knit, so she could say that. If you're going to do it on your own, again, the qualifying, the qualifiers are you must massively diversify. You must do it based on your need and tolerance for risk. And, da, 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 uh, and by, by the way, that diversified means global stocks, bonds to keep the volatility down. It's a relatively simple process. We'd be glad to teach you all the ins and outs. It's not that hard. But, there's a big but, you must absolutely know in your heart of hearts that you will not panic when the stock market plunges and the headlines all say the end of the world is nigh. You will not panic and you will not try to time the market. Well, I think I'll wait to, bond prices are bound to go down, so I'm just going to wait to rebalance more into bonds now that my stocks are up. No, you must have the discipline to stay in and to at least annually rebalance your portfolio to keep the mix that you initially established that met your needs and tolerance. Got it? Now, there's one other path you can take. You can go to the financial advisors out there. Now, here's the problem. There is no definition of financial advisor. It's somebody who provides some semblance of advice about money matters, but that's about as far as it goes. A person selling insurance can call themselves a financial advisor, and I wish they couldn't. Because if you're going to go out and get advice from someone else, if someone else is going to help you, do not make the sole qualifier, oh, they're nice people, we go to church with them. Oh, they're in the PTA with us. They're nice people. They're the neighbor from... Oh, it's my son-in-law. He's such a good boy. He's so smart. Uh, no. Eh, eh, no. Wrong. Anybody who, who works for an insurance company, period, should not be trusted to help you with your investments, period. They are going to be expensive, Absolutely. They are going to be commissioned without a doubt. Yeah, buy some property and casualty from them. Get your car insurance, your homeowner's insurance, maybe even term life from them. But I think you can probably get better prices shopping on your own. But do not invest with any person who works for an insurance firm, period, exclamation point. No indexed annuities, no variable annuities. And those of you who are teachers with 403Bs or nurses you don't have to put it in Valak or those other ridiculously overpriced variable annuities. You can actually go into mutual funds. It's just that your organization is either too crooked or stupid to figure that out. One or the other. Because if they were looking out for you, they'd have you in a really good portfolio in your 403B of funds through Vanguard or Fidelity as some, somebody that were all index products. But that's not what they do because they golf with the idiot from the insurance company who sells them on the stupid annuities. It's part of the game. So insurance companies, they're out. Just don't deal with them. And then let's talk about the other one. And this is the biggest component of the advice industry. And that's the big stockbrokers. The, the big and little stockbrokers, there's like LPL, there's Ameriprise, there's 
Is there still Ameriprise? It became Voya. I think Voya. There's Morgan Stanley. There's Merrill Lynch. There's Edward Jones. There are just you know hundreds of them. I'm just naming a few names randomly, spitting out names randomly, and you must be very, 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 very wary of them, uh, because. You're never going to know what they charge, and I can guarantee you that what they charge is more than you should be paying. Let me give you an example that I just pulled up a few minutes ago. I went and pulled up a random Class C short-term bond fund. Random. I really pulled it up random. I went to Putnam. Putnam Short Duration Bond C. C shares. Ah, I have a little little thing. You, If you see the letter C, get the heck out of there. I was trying to think of a way to make it rhyme, but I just didn't have time. If you see the letter C after the name of a fund, you need to fire your broker immediately because they stink. The letter A is even better, and I hate the letter A. The letter A means you're going to pay a commission when you get in. Usually 5 to 5 and 3 quarter percent of your assets go to the brokerage firm and the broker. The C shares, they sell as well, sir, this is a no-load fund. No, sir, you will not pay a commission to me, sir. No. Can you put that in writing? Well, no, sir, but I will I will tell you out of my mouth that that is the case, sir. C-shares are not front-loaded. They are sideways-loaded. They are sales-load funds in drag, to quote Christopher Cox, former chairman of the SEC. Let me just compare these two funds for you. Putnam Short Duration Bond C. It is has a current yield of about 1.5%. It's a short-term bond fund. Its credit quality is relatively low. Its return over the past 10 years has averaged 8.85% a year. 0.85% average annual return over 10 years. What's its expense ratio? 1.38%. The fund has made more than the fund's investors. Compare that to Vanguard's short-term bond index fund. It has expenses of 0.07, a yield of 2, and a 10-year average annual return of over 2%. Fees matter, and brokers want the fees to be as high as possible to enrich them. Steer clear. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK is the number to call 24 hours a day, seven days a week to ask questions. If you don't get on the show, just leave a message. We will get those uh, questions answered on the podcast. We have a daily podcast now. Monday through Friday, I do a daily podcast, except on market holidays and the like. And uh, you can go listen to those anytime at your favorite podcast service. Subscribe, please. All right. Now, let's say you go to a broker and they say, oh, no, we don't. We no longer sell those commissioned products, even those sneaky Class C shares. We're a fee-only advisor under the name of the big brokerage firm. Check them out. Be really careful. Because I have gone and looked up most of the major brokerage firms, thing called a form ADV at uh, advisorinfo.sec.gov. There's a link to it at Talking Real Money. It's easier to find it that way. You go look them up. You go read their ADV. Read the section on fees and expenses. Boy, the big brokerage firms have great lawyers. They make that stuff so obtuse that you go, 
Was there a fee hiding in there somewhere? I missed that. It's there. You just have to trudge through it, through the muck. And uh, I got to tell you, the vast majority of the brokerage firms that have fee only in air quote services charge for at the initial amounts, usually below a million dollars, about 2% per year to manage money. And there was one account that I, I heard about recently where there was a big brokerage firm. They had over $5 million and they still on $5 million charged almost 1% per year. Ah, what's a fair fee? It's about 1% per year. And you want to make sure your advisor's a fee only that they're not getting commissions for selling you insurance products or loaded mutual funds or anything. Make sure they're fee only and they should charge 1% or less for the first half a million, million dollars. And then their rate should go way down after that. As a matter of fact, with our firm, I mean, that $5 million account would be half as expensive. I think less than half. I'd have to do the math. But I know half as expensive. It's just ridiculous. It's usurious. Be careful. If you're going to get advice, here's where you go. If If you can't do it on your own, do not go to a broker or an insurance agent. Go find yourself a 100% fiduciary, ask the question, are you always required to act in my best interests? Fee only. You never get commissions, right, sir, ma'am? Right. Who believes that active management doesn't work, does not put you into actively managed products, who uses index-based products, build these, builds these massively diversified portfolios, helps you rebalance regularly, helps you create a plan for your future, actually a real life plan. Someone who, when you first meet with them, asks you questions about you. What do you want with this money? How much risk can you take? Let's do a risk survey of some sort. Check with them. Find who checks with you and finds out what you're about, not just tells you something. Says, oh, you know, the latest hot thing is tech stocks or the latest. Don't fall for that kind of garbage. Make sure this is somebody who always is required to look out for your best interests. And by the way, if you want help finding one of those, we don't say we're the only one you should talk to. That would be presumptuous. There are hundreds of good advisors who believe the way we believe. They're still in the minority in the advice-giving industry. I hope someday they're in the majority. But for now, if you want to find one and compare them, go to TalkingRealMoney.com. And really, seriously, I make it so easy for you. It's right there under the hot buttons at the top of the page. How much easier can it possibly get? So go check it out. Talking, I'm just typing it in right now. TalkingRealMoney.com. And it says right here, uh, book, no, wait. Oh, it's further down the page. I'm sorry. It says, find an investment advisor in your area. It's under getting the help you need. Also, take our free risk quiz. It's really free. And if you want to talk to somebody, free, no obligation, really, no sales pitch, book an advisor meeting there on the site, TalkingRealMoney.com. Tom and Don are talking real money. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now? 